0: Hey, I hope all is going well and you're having a beautiful, blessed day. Today I want to come and share with you the sermon note message from this past weekend. We are still in our sermon series called Unfinished. And this week's sermon was titled Beauty from Ashes. And the verses that that start off this sermon. Are from Acts chapter eight verses one through four, and it says, "Saul was Saul was one of the witnesses, and he agreed completely with the killing of Stephen. A great wave of persecution began that day. All the believers, except the apostles, were scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria. Some devout men." came and buried Stephen with great mourning. But Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them in prison. But the believers that were scattered Preach the good news about Jesus everywhere they went okay so at this point in the story of the church we see that Stephen's death caused the church to scatter and start preaching the word that might be considered a bad thing If you look at it as Somebody dying The first Christian martyr dying For his faith And then all the church scattered um, put, With the potential that they were going to hide But Jesus had called the apostles To start going out into the world and Proclaiming the good news of his message And last week we saw that the good news of the message of Christ is that he came To earth he was rejected by the people that he came to save and he came to save us all Not just a couple people he came to save everybody from their sins And he took our punishment For our sins on the cross He died a criminal's death Even though he didn't have to So What Back to the story what is happening here Is that Jesus told the apostles to go out everywhere and proclaim the good news of his message. And up until this point, up until the death of Stephen, the church is what we is in what we call a holy huddle. Holy huddles are groups of people And some Christians may be guilty of this. Holy huddles are groups of people that say, Oh, I'm okay. I'm saved. I don't need um, to tell anybody else. I got my ticket to heaven. So, what God calls us to do is not to keep the message to ourselves, but to tell people, to tell other people. And so the death of Stephen was the catalyst to people going out into the world and telling people what Jesus had done. They finally decided that they were all going to go and do what they were told to do. So, there are 3 lessons we can learn from the death of Stephen. Number 1. God often takes unexpected pain and turns it into unexpected gain. That is such a hard pill to swallow. I I know at least for me this past year that it has been a very very hard pill to swallow because seven for 7 years I watched my cousin be sick with kidney cancer and she died this past year in August um August 2021 she passed away and Up until that point I was comfortable being in my little home bubble and really not living a life I had not lived a full life out in the world in five years and I know if you've been with me for a while You've heard this story a couple times, but I believe that my cousin's death is what it took for God to open my eyes and say, look, I gave you a life, I gave you a life to live it. I gave you a life to go out into the world, the actual world that I created To tell people your story, even if it is over just coffee or lunch. And I gave you the ability to speak and I need you to use everything I'm giving you now. So that's why I believe my chair has come into my life. That is why I believe access has come into my life. And that is why I believe that I am pursuing my independence. I don't think for a minute that the independence pursuit, even though it may seem like it, I do not believe for a minute that the independence pursuit that I'm going through right now is something that... I just thought up on my own. I believe that God put it in my heart at the moment of my cousin's death or even before. And so moving on to number two. Number two is also, these are all hard things to swallow when it comes down to it. But, as I said before, we see that number one is that God often takes unexpected pain and turns it into unexpected gain. And the second point on this message is, why? Why does he tell us to move? Why does he tell us to go? So, Number two, point number two in this message is sometimes we get so comfortable where we are, we won't move to where God wants us to go. God, didn't, God did not create us in a life of comfort. He created us in a life of discomfort to the point Where we would say, Lord, I can't do this without you. I need you. I need you to come into my life and I need you to help me. And it's not, it's not a casual or it should not be a casual, hey, can you help me with this? It should be, help me. I need your help. Help me, please. That is what God is calling us to do every single day. Maybe not out loud like I just did. But every single day, that is the urgency that God wants us to seek him with. And so point number three on this message, the last point, is that Acts one eight. Guarantees to the degree that we are faithfully following Jesus, we will experience persecution. So I'll read that again because I I know for a fact that I read it wrong because it's right in front of me. It said my on my notes it says Acts one eight guarantees Acts. 8 1 to the degree that we are following jesus faithfully we will experience persecution so on my next page in my notes i will explain what i just said so acts 1 8 the book of acts chapter 1 verse 8 says and this is jesus talking But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth so it took the death of Stephen for the church not the Apostles because the Apostles are the equivalent of the pastors. And yes, the pastors are part of the church, and nobody, nobody is exempt. If you are a Christian, if you are a believing Christian and you believe that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross, you are pleasantly, should be pleasantly obligated. To tell people What he has done for you And there should be no exemption You should not use We should not use The excuse of Oh well that's the pastor's job I'm not a good speaker If God saved you You have a story to tell And it needs to urgently be told So as we saw, Acts 1, chapter 1, verse 8 said, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And So to the degree that we are doing that That is our mission statement that is what we are called to do to the degree that we are faithfully following Jesus and doing that it is guaranteed that what happens in acts 8 1 chapter 8 verse 1 Will happen to us. It's no ifs ands or buts so Acts chapter 8 verse 1 says, And Saul approved of their killing him. On that day a great persecution broke out against the church. And all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. So, People will be persecuted to the degree they are following Jesus. And that is not something to be two things about. One, that is not something to be afraid of because we know who is in control. We know that God is in control. Two, That is not something to be taken lightly because we know that the people that are persecuting us are the people, the exact people that God is calling us to tell the message of Jesus Christ. But he is, like I say all the time, he is not calling us. And I believe this 100%. He is not calling us to be those Bible-shaking, sign-holding Christians that say, if you don't repent now, you're going to hell. That might be, and that is probably, not probably, that is, what is going to happen if people don't repent? But people will not respond To a strong armed message People respond to conversation So next time you have the opportunity Tell your story of what God has done for you over coffee Tell your story of what God has done for you In the form of a story To a child Tell your story to whoever you can. And so, to close out this message, I want to re- give to you guys, read to you guys the memory verse for this week. It comes from the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. And it says, And we know that God causes everything. To work together for those for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose for them so this verse is not saying that everything that happens in this world is good There is still evil in this world because Jesus hasn't come back yet He is not here To make everything perfect So there is still the evil one in this world and the evil one Satan Is trying to take us down every chance he gets But even in the hardest times that we go through God always works every situation out for our good. Even the ones that don't seem good. And so you guys, I want to give you an opportunity to get to know this God that I've been speaking about. And all you have to do is say, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you that you came to this earth, lived out a 33-year ministry, and died on a cross for me. Thank you that you saw me even before I was born. And do you know every hair on my head. I ask you, Lord, to come into my life right now. And I ask you to change me from the inside out. Amen. And I guarantee you guys that if you prayed that prayer or something like it, that he has heard you. And he will never leave you or forsake you. He is with you. He is within you. The Holy Spirit is now within you. If you have prayed that prayer So Go tell your story To whoever You can And know that we as witnesses Like I always say as well We're only We're only supposed to be Storytellers We're not supposed to be the judge The jury and executioner It is God's job to convict the person in their heart. But it is our job as his followers to tell our stories. So I hope that you guys go do that this week. And if you do do that, that, please leave your comments down below and tell me how it went. I would love to see that And for those of you who are just listening to this podcast And not watching it Know that you can leave me a comment On any of my social media Or anybody can leave me a comment on my social media But now I am on YouTube And my YouTube Is simply encouragement notes podcast so look it up like and subscribe and share any content across my socials that you want um i look forward to talking to you tomorrow my second anniversary of this podcast is tomorrow and i'm so excited to bring you guys a QA and there is still time for you guys to get your questions in just leave your questions anywhere on my social media and I will be sure to see it and I will be sure to include it God bless you guys and I will talk to you later bye-bye Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you don't mind, would you follow me on my social media accounts? My Instagrams are Marie Nicole Zimmerpeeps, M A R I E, N I C O L E, Z I M M E R P E E P S, and Marie Nicole Zimmer P13, that is M A R I E N I C O L E Z I M M E R E E P S 1 3. And you can also follow me on Facebook. My Facebook account is Encouragement Notes Podcast. And lastly, you can follow all of my information that I post on the podcast on my website, encouragementwithmarinacole.com. I hope that you come back next time. And also, I wanted to ask you guys if you wouldn't mind helping me reach the goal of 3,000 listens or more by the end of the year. I believe that this podcast has the potential of reaching people for Christ by the end of the year, and I want to reach as many people as possible. So help me get to 3,000 listens and beyond. Please like and share any content that you wish. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener, and I will see you soon. Love you. Bye-bye.